Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Bonjour. (laughs) Bonjour. I love to say that. (laughs) I, uh... Yeah, I just started saying that years ago, and it keep it going. So bonjour. Good day. Happy day. Beautiful day. Yes. So today is Christmas Eve. As I record this, it is the time of Christ. And I am grateful to share this with you. So grateful to broadcast this message of love. And let us begin with a blessing as we always do. Taking a breath of love and gratitude, I place my hand on my heart gratefully and thankfully opening ourselves to the fullness of love, to the gifts that we have been given, to the magnificence of our holiness. We are grateful and thankful to come together for the purpose of remembering and recognizing the Christ in our mind, in our awareness. We are grateful and thankful to transcend time and space for the purpose of our remembering. So grateful to partner up with that higher Holy Spirit self and allow spirit to lead us, to guide us, to inform us, to instruct us. We're allowing ourselves to be brought on this journey of awakening, of ascendance. We are grateful and thankful to allow ourselves to let go of the past and be willing, simply willing, to let it go forever. We are grateful to give up the meanings we've made of things that cause us harm. We are grateful and thankful to recognize that we have been given the gifts of God. They are ours now and forever, and we are welcoming every opportunity to use them, to employ them, to share them. We are grateful and thankful for the gifts of God today and every day. We are grateful that we have been given so many gifts. In gratitude, we share the benefits with all, and we let it be, and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. So today, I was guided to share this topic of the greatest gift, and we have been given many gifts by our Creator. We've been endowed with gifts, and then they keep coming in our daily experience. Some of them we accept joyfully and graciously, and some we reject, some we deny. And now is the opportunity for us to shift and to fully accept, acknowledge, embrace, and enjoy the gifts of God that are ours this day and every day. And, of course, then the greatest gift that we can share 
with our Creator and return to our Creator is when we share the gifts that we've been given with others. So we've been given love, we can share love. We've been given compassion, we can share compassion. We've been given patience and generosity, we can share patience and generosity. I was visiting over the weekend. I went to Sunday service at a Christian church. Uh, My nephew was in the pageant, and so I went with my family. And uh, one of the things at the beginning of the service was about God forgiving us our sins. Now, as Course Miracle students, we don't believe in sin. We could call sin a mistake, if we like. And we also don't believe that there's anything any of us needs to be forgiven for. And that forgiveness is really in the eye of the beholder. And it's a block in the eye of the beholder. So when forgiveness is extended, what's really happening is we're saying, I'm going to release my condemnation of this situation. That's what it means to truly forgive us, to release our condemnation, to release our judgment, our interpretations, and the meaning we made of things. So, and God does not do that. God is a truth system. And so there's no interpretation, there's no opinion, there's no judgment. Therefore, there is nothing to forgive in God. And this is what we're endeavoring to remember and to recognize is nobody needs to be forgiven anything, but we can let go of our judgments and our attack thoughts. So we have been blessed with many gifts from our Creator, and we have been endowed with many gifts and What's important for us as the Course of Miracles students to remember and to recognize is we don't have to earn the gifts that we're given. We don't have to earn the love. We don't have to earn the abundance. We don't have to earn our skills and talent. We don't have to earn any of it. That it is through the love of the Creator for the created that all of these gifts have been given. And so to, we don't need to repay God, but if we wish to repay God, the greatest thing we can do is to share and extend the gifts with others and to recognize others have gifts too. And everyone, 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 everyone has the gifts of God today and every day. So let's rejoice that we are all yoked together and that we are all endowed with gifts that we can share with each other. This is such a blessing for us. So what's the greatest gift that we've been given? The gift of love, that we can love fully, completely, unconditionally, And that we are fully, completely, unconditionally lovable. This is the great gift. 
the gift of love. And still there are many other exceptional, amazing gifts. And one of them is that no matter what we do in this world, we're no less lovable to our Creator, no less worthy of love. In fact, someone who has, let's say, gone on a murderous rampage and been cruel, maybe someone who's been a torturer, a murderer, a rapist, someone who's done something really, really unkind. This is the person who can most benefit from love and from compassion. So in a sense, if anyone were going to be more deserving of love, wouldn't it be the one who's lost their way? Not that we have to earn it or deserve it, but if we were in that position of being a loving creator, wouldn't we wish more than anything to extend love to the person who seems lost, to the person who seems lacking, the person who seems to be out of their mind? Isn't that the person we'd most like to extend love to, to help bring them back into their right mind? So we can we can be that representative of the one who sent us. And I'm just going to invite you right now to place your hand on your heart, to tune within, and who... Who in your life, it may be someone you know, but it may not be somebody you know. Maybe someone you've heard of, maybe someone you've seen in the news, someone you've been told about, but not someone you actually know. But it could be someone you know. Who in your realm that you know of is challenged? has been unkind, has been cruel, has been hurtful, intentionally hurtful, judging and attacking, complaining. Who in your life, perhaps in the perspective of the ego, would not be deserving? That is the one we can extend love to. That is the one that we can share love with. That is the one that we can open our heart to. And just say, bless this person. God bless this person. God bless them. Let their life be restored. May their right mind be restored. May their opportunities to know, to understand, to feel the good of God operating in their awareness, may it be restored, may it be renewed. I know for me, if I were ever to fall out of my right mind 
and become uncaring or cruel or mean or hostile in any way, shape, or form. I would like people to pray for me. I would like people to hold the high watch for me. I would like people to support me and assist me back into my right mind, back into my right awareness. And this leads me to another one of the great, great gifts that we have from our Creator, which is prayer. Course in Miracles talks about prayer. Prayer is the medium of miracles. This is right in the beginning, the principles of miracles. Prayer is the medium of miracles. It is a means of communication of the created with the creator. Through prayer, love is received, and through miracles, love is expressed. So, prayer is the medium of miracles. It is the the soil in which the seed of the miracle is planted. I love that. It is a means of communication of the created with the creator. Indeed. So this is how we can connect and commune with spirit. It's one of the reasons why in my Masterful Living course and Finding Freedom, I teach prayer. I teach a method of prayer, a specific prayer technique that is effective It is positive, it is powerful, it is miraculous, it's not asking, it's not begging, and it is, like I said, effective. In fact, one of the things that uh, folks in Masterful Living often tell me this time of year when I'm doing my one-on-one appointments with them, which I do throughout the year, but... um, I do a lot of them at the end of the year and the beginning of the year. And uh, talking with folks in my Masterful Living course, they'll often say to me at the end of the year, when I ask them, so how are you feeling at the end of this year? What's different for you this year? What has changed for you this year? Many people will tell me, I have a prayer practice now. And that's really valuable to me. And it is. Prayer, simple power of prayer operating in our heart and in our mind. One of the great gifts, this communion, a, a means of communication with the Creator, not telling God what to do, but affirming we are blessed, we are blessed, we are blessed. This is one of the most important things to me is to consistently affirm that we are blessed, we are blessed, we are blessed. We have been given all these gifts. The the faculties that we have, that we can be joyful, that we can be loving, we can be harmonious, we can be prosperous, we can be so many wonderful things we can extend love and generosity we have these abilities these wonderful abilities that we can share with others 
And direct insight is one of the great gifts that we have. It's available to us all the time, direct insight. Unless, of course, we don't want direct insight, in which case we can say, no thanks. Instead of thy will be done, we can say, my will be done. (laughs) On earth as it is in the mind of the ego, my will be done. It's not so helpful, leads to all kinds of issues, but we can always make our way back to thy will be done. And that is the, there is nothing to forgive, therefore you don't need to be forgiven. That's a gift right there. So grateful for these gifts of God. You know what, for me, it's one of the great gifts of God. And I remember when I first went to ministerial school, the first weekend, we had a weekend retreat. We had many weekend retreats when I was a student at the Holmes Institute. It was part of our curriculum, these weekend retreats. And uh, we would go up to Santa Barbara to Casa de Maria and... I always loved going away for the weekend with my fellow students, my friends. I loved being able to focus on God for the whole weekend. Ah, heaven, heaven for me to be able to totally focus on God and the God conversation. (laughs) I'm such a God geek. That's my idea of a great vacation (laughs) weekend is to be able to go and just talk about God all weekend. Feel free to talk about God. <laughs> oh. So, the first, very first weekend, one of the things I remember about it was we were asked, what, what are we most grateful for? And I remember saying, my awareness. My awareness because my awareness had shifted and I was so grateful for that because there was a long time in my life where my awareness was mostly focused on what I didn't like, why I didn't like it, and how I wanted it to be different. And so now I was experiencing a different awareness. So one of the things I'm still most grateful for is my awareness. And, and particularly, let me say this, particularly my awareness when I'm being dysfunctional, when I'm being judgmental, when I'm not in my right mind, I'm aware of it. So grateful for that. Because I didn't used to be aware of it. I didn't used to know the difference. And so I'd flip into uh, my wrong mind and there would be all the suffering generated by my errant thinking and I didn't really understand that I was doing it to myself. I didn't really want to understand that. I didn't wish to take responsibility. I didn't wish to reside in my right mind because I blamed all my suffering on other people was not my fault. And if I don't complain about these things, if I don't judge these things, they'll never stop. 
I thought that my complaints and my judgments would be my protection. I was so, so wrong. Instead, I've learned my complaints and my judgments are my wounding. Are they are the thoughts that wound me and keep me from living the life that I would love. So I'm very grateful for my awareness, very grateful that I can see when and feel and know and hear and recognize when I've gone off track and I can course correct immediately. So grateful for that. Hmm. I am also grateful that I have the ability to give up holding grudges and complaints. So grateful that I can extend forgiveness. So grateful that I can extend compassion for myself and for others that no matter how long I've held a grievance or how tightly I've held a grievance or no matter how um, intensely felt that grievance is, now I know that I do not wish to hold grievances. Love holds no grievances, nor do I. And this is my credo, if you will, Lesson 68 from the Course. I am so grateful for the gift of my awareness to know that holding on to grudges and grievances is nothing I want to have a part in anymore. I'm so grateful for the gifts of God that are unseen. Unseen. And so it is not reasonable for me to think that uh, the gifts of God are related to the world of form because they're not. They are not. These are not that kind of gift. The gifts of God are in our mind. They're in our heart. They're in our makeup, in our identity. Yes. The greatest gift of God is that everything that we don't like, everything that we think we see that seems like a problem is actually something we made up, it's not actually part of our true equation and it can be transformed, it can be transcended, it can be made to help us now. Everything works together for good, there are no exceptions. That is a gift. That is a gift. You know, I I am so blessed to work with so many people who are struggling people who are struggling to find an effective spiritual practice, people who are struggling to like themselves, to love themselves, people who are struggling to not hate their loved ones, people who are struggling to not hate themselves, people who are struggling to just find happiness and move out of depression. And so the gift is that, yes, all of that can come into our experience. And let me say this, that many people would like their suffering to end. And so they're trying by spiritual means to end their suffering. 
And if their suffering were quickly ended, their spiritual practice would fly right out the window. Their spiritual practice would no longer be something that is near and dear to them. Because it's really about a means to an end rather than that connection, that communion. So prayer is a means of communication of the created with the creator. And for many people, if they were living the life they loved, they would have nothing to pray about. If they were living the life they loved, they wouldn't bother to pray. They wouldn't bother to be in that connection with their higher Holy Spirit self. It's just a means to an end. But I'm sure that's where I started. Get me out of my misery, God. And God will respond to that. And that's a gift. That God loves us and cares for us and gives us all these gifts. We don't have to earn them. They are ours now and forever because we are so loved, just as we are. And we can extend that and be that same living, loving presence for our brothers and sisters, our family members, our friends, our community. And it's time for me to take a break on that note. <laughs> yes. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. We're living the love, we're walking the talk, and I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. And we are back. (laughs) Talking about the greatest gifts, the gifts of God that have been given to us, that are given to us freely given. You know, it's wonderful to give gifts freely. It, it, it really is, because when we're giving gifts freely, since this is the gift-giving season, uh, when we're giving gifts freely, we are so in alignment with our Creator. And that alignment with our Creator is refreshing. It's renewing. It's restorative. It's energizing. It's harmonizing. So if you are feeling distressed, if you're feeling agitated and stressed, if you're feeling uncomfortable, if you're feeling left out, if you're feeling unappreciated and unrecognized or anything that you don't like, consider this. How can you share a gift freely? How can you share a gift freely? And be in that place, that energy of renewal and restoration. Because the more we are being truly helpful, 
by representing or representing our Creator, the one who sent us. The more refreshed, restored, renewed, and empowered we feel. So if you're feeling downtrodden, neglected, unloved, and unlovable, see if you can open your mind and invite Spirit to show you how you can give freely with zero attachments, just like your Creator has given to you. I know I've shared before that sometimes people will say, I'm just trying to figure out what God wants of me. God wants nothing of us because God has given us everything to play with, to enjoy, with no attachments, no expectations. In uh, the course in chapter 7, in the first section, it talks about God's gifts being unlimited. And in uh, this first section, paragraph 5, it says here, and it's this chapter 7, section 1 is called The Last Step. So chapter 7 is the gifts of the kingdom, and the beginning is the last step. And in here, Jesus tells us that what you believe you are, this is paragraph 5, what you believe you are determines your gifts. And if God created you by extending himself as you, you can only extend yourself as he did. Only joy increases forever, since joy and eternity are inseparable. God extends outward beyond limits and beyond time, and you, who are co-creator with God, extend his kingdom forever and beyond limit. So, what you believe you are determines your gifts. And I would add to that, determines your gifts that you can recognize. What you believe you are determines what of the gifts that you've been given can you recognize. What you believe you are. So when we're extending without attachment, we're refreshed and restored and renewed because we are behaving like our Creator designed us to behave. No withholding, no giving in order to get something back, no keeping score, just giving unconditionally without needing anything in return. It is refreshing and restoring and renewing to be in that position. I think I may have shared this once years ago, that one time I decided to play around with this and to see what gifts can I give that I don't need anyone to know I am the one who is giving the gift. So one of the things that I did was I had some friends at church at Agape when I was going there who 
had were of tremendous service in the community, giving, giving, giving. And I so appreciate it, even though I didn't receive the direct benefits of their giving, I so appreciated their giving to the community. And I knew what a value it was for the community. And I also felt that they could be more appreciated, more appreciated by the community. And so I, I got them each massage gift certificates. And what was so fun was I, I sent them through mail. And when they got them, one of the, they told me, oh, you're never going to believe what happened. We got these gift certificates in the mail. It's so cool. It's so fun. so nice. What a wonderful gift. And I didn't need to tell them that I was the one that had arranged for it and given them. It was just a wonderful way to extend and to share. And it, it did feel so good to be able to do that. And you see, because this is how God operates. God doesn't need credit for everything because God is everything. And we can operate that same way, that we don't need to get credit for everything. I can think of other times when I worked very hard, long and hard on various projects uh, in in spiritual community, and nobody said anything, nobody said thank you, nobody appreciated or recognized me, but I felt so good for the giving. I I was the blessed one because I got to share from my heart to all those who participated. I didn't do it to get thanks or recognized or acknowledged in any way, and I did not need that. It's always nice, but it's not my need. It's not my love language. Thanks and appreciation. Feedback, very helpful. I appreciate that very much. Yeah. So the gifts of God are ours each and every day. And what we believe we are determines our ability to recognize and receive the gifts that are always being offered to us. Many times as a spiritual counselor, I've worked with people that have tremendous gifts and talents that spirit gave them, and yet they don't really use them because they have fear. They have fear of being judged. They have fear of not being good enough. And yet the gifts were given them by God. So in a sense, you could say they're judging the quality of God's work by judging their own gifts and deeming them as not up to snuff, not worth sharing. When of course they're worth sharing. (laughs) At least 
to mine eye. Hmm. Yes. Another one of the greatest gifts is we have the gift to share with our brothers and sisters and it is the gift of seeing them correctly seeing them as God sees them seeing them clearly in their perfection in their wholeness so much so that they can forget their own mistaken view and their own projection of self-hatred, self-disgust, self-loathing, self-attack. So we have this gift that we can extend, the gift of seeing our brothers and sisters in their perfection, in their wholeness, in their eternal beauty. And we can see that with such clarity that people will be able to drop their false view of themselves and of others. This is one of the things I get to experience in counseling on a regular basis. Uh, Many times people have come to me, they're very angry, they're very hurt, they're very upset, complaining about others and being maltreated and being so distressed about it. They don't realize that what they're experiencing is their own projection They think that they're being poorly treated, but they don't know. That's not what's happening. Uh, What's happening is they are interpreting what's going on as being badly treated. What's really going on is the other person they're in a relationship with is somewhat lost and confused, is caught up in their own confusion. And the client coming to me is in their own caught-up confusion. And so they're not seeing correctly. And they're interpreting that this is about them. They're taking it personally. And because they have a perspective of not being good enough, not feeling good enough, not feeling lovable, they're projecting that onto the other person And the meaning they're making of what's going on is they're treating me badly because they don't really care for me. But that's not what's happening at all. What's happening is that they don't love themselves, so they're interpreting the world through that lens. And so anywhere they can apply that lens, they do. Because it's a core belief that they're not good enough. Something's wrong with them. They're unlovable. They're bad. They're not enough. So that's what we do. We, we blame other people for showing us our own belief system rather than taking responsibility for our projections 
And so it's quite intense. It's quite confusing. And if we are not paying attention, we'll go down that road of being upset, blaming others, and then maybe attacking them. And then we get into these relationship spirals that are so challenging and so painful and so repetitive because we are not healing things at the root. So the gift that we can receive is also one we can share and it's the ability to see that when we're upset when we're disturbed when we're bothered that we're in projection we have the ability to recognize every single time we're upset it's because of our thinking not what's actually occurring It's our interpretation of it that's upsetting us. And so we literally can transcend our experience of the circumstances and rise above it and not take it personally. Just like when a parent is raising a toddler and the toddler doesn't like what's happening, the parents take the candy away, won't allow the candy, won't buy the toy, whatever it is, and the toddler has a fit, hysterical screaming fit, because they want what they want. And maybe in that moment they're tired. Maybe in that moment they don't feel quite well. They've got a little fever. They're a little hungry, hangry. Something is going on. And so the toddler becomes hysterical, so angry and so upset and says, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. The loving parent does not take it personally. The loving parent doesn't even think of taking it personally. Knows the child is just projecting, interpreting, and doing what we've all done. The loving parent knows that they're just freaked out. Their blood sugar is low. They need a nap, a cuddle. And so we can be that loving parent to everyone in our lives in a sense, in a sense. Now, we don't need to be. We don't have to be. But we can be that healing presence. We can be truly helpful. But we can also just not exacerbate the situation. And that is a gift to be able to discern This gift of discernment is ours, that we can rise above the battleground and discern, this is not for me to take personally. Recognizing that these gifts are pre-installed in me, that I have these abilities, that I can extend love and I can extend compassion, I can be a helpful, healing, loving presence means so much to me because I used to feel that these things were for others but not for me. So now I really am grateful for them as the gifts of God operating in my life, in my mind, in my heart. That if someone attacks me, is rude to me, it's unkind to me, 
I do not have to hold it against them. I have dominion over my mind, which I've achieved through prayer, through willingness. And it's, as I've said many times, it's not this fake willingness of saying I'm willing, but then when the moment comes for me to demonstrate my willingness, I I hold on to resentment. I hold on to regret. I don't operate as though I know the truth. Now, here's the other thing about the gifts of God that are so valuable and that are available to each one of us is that the more we are willing to accept, receive, allow, and share, and extend these gifts of God, the more will be given to us. To them that have, even more shall be given. To them that have not, even what they have will be taken away. So those who don't have love in their heart, those who don't have compassion in their heart, those who do not have kindness in their heart, even what they have will be taken away, meaning even what they have and material things and and resources will be taken away. But to those who have compassion, kindness, generosity, even more shall be given. So this leads me to another of the great gifts of God is we can choose the truth. The truth liberates us. So the great gift of God is that the truth is operating in our heart, in our mind, in our life, and we can choose truth. We can energize truth. We can be grateful for truth. We can hang on to the truth. We can live the truth. We can demonstrate the truth. And we can be a liberating presence in our own life. How wonderful is that? So wonderful. So wonderful. What a tremendous blessing. Tremendous blessing. <laughs> so, so good. Yes. So, these gifts of love and compassion and wisdom and freedom and joy that are so liberating. We can extend them to our brothers and sisters. We can develop the discipline to recognize that we've gone astray when we've gone astray. And instead of chastising ourselves and berating ourselves, we can shrug our shoulders and say, Ah, I got lost, but now I'm found. Amazing grace is operating in my heart and in my mind. Whenever we feel lost, whenever we feel craven or craving, we can go the other way. We have this ability. It does require our willingness, and we can activate that. We can become such beautiful demonstrators of the love and the wisdom and the clarity. And at the holiday times, with our families, with our friends, 
with our colleagues and co-workers, we have so much opportunity to practice, 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 and to bring and share these gifts of God. These are the true gifts. What about for a holiday gift, giving your family a year of non-judgment? What about giving them a year without criticism, without any manipulation, without complaining? What about that? That's a real gift. That is a real gift. It makes such a difference. I have seen parents who were fearful of their children's choices, their loved one's choices, and they gave them this gift of non-judgment, acceptance, extending love, and their child, their parent, their coworker, their friend started to shift and change. They started to give up the behavior that was so unlikable, so distressing. You see, when we are constantly energizing what we don't like, it's going to magnify and multiply. We're going to see more of it. So if we're doing that and we're projecting that judgment and that criticism onto someone else, we need to take responsibility for them showing up, broadcasting more and more of it in our direction because we're calling it forth. And we are not being truly helpful. But we can be. We can be. This is one of the great gifts I see with folks in my Masterful Living courses. Over the course of the year, they adapt and uh, they they adapt these tools and they shift and change and they bring about so much healing in their family, in their workplace, in their relationships because they're willing to day by day work at shifting their mind. It is not easy, and it is so much easier when we're doing it together as a group. We don't fall by the wayside and get off, fall off the wagon and, and forget and then get lost. So much easier when we're doing it together with prayer partners. Yes. It's wonderful. Wonderful gift to have our brothers and sisters to walk with us and talk with us and to help us stay on track and to help us see that we're still lovable even when we've forgotten our way. Such magnificence that we're still lovable even when we have behaved badly. Still lovable. We can't undo our lovability. We can only forget that it's there or deny it. But it's still there, even if we deny it. That's a gift. And I'm so grateful for it, today and every day. So I'm blessing you and wishing you a very, very happy holidays and a wonderful rest of the year. I'll be back on New Year's Eve And I'm so grateful to share the gifts of God with you today and every day. I'm so grateful for the Power of Love ministry, which is, we're poised to offer more free classes, more free things this year. And thank you to all of us, all of you who have supported us this year. It's been tremendous. 
and oh, Masterful Living uh, classes start on the 20th of January, but the bonuses start on January 1st. So come join us. Let this be the best year of your life coming up. All right, let us pray. So grateful and thankful to welcome the Christ in our mind and to share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. We let it be, and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. I love you. Mwah.